0: Working mom is a part of our identity. We do it, and sometimes we don't even think about what it entails, how we do it, or even how we could be better at it. We just go, 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 go. Today, we pause and talk to fellow mommy and entrepreneur Ingrid Reed. Ingrid is the founder of Working Mom Kind, the largest community and online resource for expectant, new, and veteran moms. And today, she's here to remind us how important community is and how to find the right support to achieve our dreams and champion for our families. We read the books, we bought the things We thought we were ready And then life took our plans and changed them I'm Karen, I'm Victoria's mommy, and I work in tech And I'm Pamela,
1: I have a baby boy named Ford And I'm a journalist And although we're both first-time
0: working moms
1: We're we're actually actually pretty different
0: And that's totally okay Because we both agree that our most important work is raising our kids We really need each other and can only get through this together. Welcome to Motherish Moments. Hello, hello. Hi,
1: welcome to Mother's Moments. Hi, Karen, I miss you. So we are apart today. We're recording, actually, East Coast, West Coast.
0: I'm all about the situation of this episode because it's perfectly on par with the topic of today. So Pamela's on a work trip, and I'm like, we have to record anyway because then I have a work trip afterwards. So like, it was the only way to make this work. I love that we are on brand for the episode
1: topic. (laughs) Yes, we are. So why don't we start with our Mother's Moment of the Week? I'll start. Mine has to do with this work trip every time I go away I have to kind of coordinate logistics for my son's schedule and you know me I send like a three-page email time-coded ceasing everyone who's involved copying everyone's phone number (laughs) color coordinating like you know when this nanny picks him up when my mom picks him up when the dad picks him up like it's all like very intense This time around, it was like such a last minute trip that I barely sent like a text message. I think it was kind of like, okay, you pick him up from school, then you're gonna pick him up from whatever, my mom's house, and you're gonna sleep here. It was like, so one of the days I realized I had no one to actually pick him up and drop him off that had a car seat in their car. And I was like, you know what? I'm just not gonna send him to school that day, which before it would have never been a choice for me. Like, I always try to figure out just to get him to school for him not to miss his, you know, his three hours of school and then be home. But he's gonna miss you know, his morning I meeting. You have to, <laughs> I know he missed his morning meeting. I don't know what color he probably missed. But I just made a decision. I made an executive decision that I was like, you know what? Tuesday, he's not gonna go to school. And it was fine. It's fine. He went back to school today and it was just so much easier for everyone involved, right? And I'm like, you know what? Just leave him home, show up at this time, he'll be there and it's fine. And it's fine. But I feel like before I used to stress those little things so much. Now I'm just like you have to like give and take, right? It's okay if he misses one day from school while I'm out you know, traveling for work. Of course. I'll be back tonight and everything will go back to normal and I'm sure i will be successful and a fine student in the future if going forward.
0: Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. My motherish moment of the week is gonna be a little bit related too. So I've started spending time at the office and, you know, it's a different dynamic for the household and Victoria's kinda like, okay, like I'm into this, but Yesterday, I was like, all right, no, I'm going to stay home today. I don't have to go to the office, so I'll just do my meetings from home. And she's so used to this, like, meeting culture now, I guess, that I was in between calls. She comes into the room, and she goes, Mami, ¿tienes más llamadas? And I was like, like, do you have any more calls? And I'm like, sí, mami, tengo dos llamadas más. Yeah, I have two more. And she goes, okay, yo te voy a cerrar la puerta, y tú puedes hacer tus llamadas en paz. Like, she's like, I'm going to close the door so you can, you know, be calm and take your calls and I was like bye adult okay like she's like a a little adult now in our home yeah so the two years in like working
1: from home pandemic has made Victoria a certified assistant yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) she's a three year old fully aware of like work calls and she's like "All right, I'm gonna close the door you need do you need headphones like I don't know Yeah, so that's my motherish moment of my personal assistant, Victoria.
1: We have a guest today, which is Ingrid. I'm going to go ahead and formally introduce her soon. But, you know, we wanted her to jump on and share her motherish moment of the week.
2: I was just going to jump in and be like, I can relate 100% to both of them because i used to create a bible for my son every time we left him anywhere with anyone and then my son now after two years when i have a meeting he like knows how to like tiptoe and like open the door very quietly and peek in and steal snacks and everything so like i feel both of you so hard. But my mother's moment was actually today, this morning. My parents flew in from Texas to visit us yesterday. I got through like a huge to do list just to prepare because I knew today would be a crazy day after, you know, we all go to sleep and kind of recover from the excitement. And then I, woke up early to get things done two hours earlier than usual and my son just starts crying and he's like my tummy hurts and i'm like oh no and so we all know what that means three vomit sessions later i'm like are we gonna have to like take him to the doctor is he okay and it's like one of those things where like you'll hear me talk about a lot today and i always tell friends is having flexibility and embracing that as a mom who has a career or a business because we plan ahead so far in advance for a special day or whatever's coming up. And no matter what, once you have a kid, is like all of that goes out the window. You can plan all you want, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it will work out. Thankfully for me, it sort of did today because my parents are here, so he's feeling better he's good. And I guess it was just a little bug from maybe the food last night, but they're here to help. And I'm just like, thank you. <laughs> so my moment was a little hectic one, but I think we can all relate to that.
0: Yes. Just in our last like three weeks of episodes, like we've been <laughs> through this over and over. All right. So I'm going to do like a quick intro on Ingrid. So she is the founder of this community, Working Mom Kind, which is, if you don't follow on Instagram, check it out. It's at Working Mom Kind. Huge community and really like a great resource of inspiration and guidance for all kinds of moms. And she's also a mom to a toddler boy. uh, What's his name? Carter, right? Carter. Yes. Yes. Okay. She's also a postpartum doula and the Latino solo founder of her company. She's a one- woman shop that is supporting over 215,000 working moms. So Ingrid, we're super excited to talk to you today. And I think a lot of what you represent is a really like thread that connects a lot of our episodes and a lot of the things that we've talked about in the last like almost two years, Pamela, almost oh, two years. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd love to like kick off with just a little bit of like how you started Working MomKind and what drove you to do that.
2: Sure, I'm going to try to keep it brief, but I'll start with the exact moment of when it happened. My parents were visiting. I'm originally from Texas, moved to New York after graduating college, met my husband here, dated, got married, started our life, never looked back. So I was like, this is where my life will be going forward. Um, so all, that means all my friends were back home. And it was all sort of starting over here with whatever, wherever I was working at the time. And so when I got pregnant, it was kind of like, oh, not only was I the last of my friends to have a kid. But also I didn't really have that like circle established here Uh in my new place. And when I had Carter, my parents and my sister came to visit. They stayed for two weeks. You know how I'm Mexican. So like my parents are like, we will be there every step of the way. (laughs) And like, you don't have to worry about anything. So it was beautiful. My husband has always been a true partner. So I was supported. And I know that not everybody can say the same. But even though I had that support, I still felt like there was something missing and as a new mom you don't realize that you sort of need that other person that's in the trenches with you Uh not someone who's been there already or someone who's in a different stage it's like at that crucial moment with everything that you just went through you just need someone that totally understands And aside from all the physical and mental changes that we go through, one of them that nobody really warned me about was about thinking when it was time to go back to work. So one of the nights it was 3 a.m. I was sitting in bed feeding my son and I was like, I can't be the only one feeling this way. Nobody talked to me about it. I never even thought that I would doubt about going back to work and whether I wanted to take more maternity leave or whether I was excited to go back. And naturally, because my phone was in my hand at 3 a.m., I went on Instagram and I was like, let me just... Look up some hashtags. It was like back then when like hashtags were the way to find things. Now it just kind of like sort of pops in your face. But um, so I was like (laughs) team no sleep and like new mom and just birth baby. Like I was like trying to come up with like really creative ones. And I realized that there was a lot of us using the hashtags and talking about it. But there wasn't a place to go to where I could actually spend a few minutes meeting these moms, getting to know them, hearing their story, and feeling that connection. So, Working Mom Kind really started just as a place to help me cope with the transition back to work. But then I really quickly realized that there were a lot of us that were also going back to work that had just had a baby and that were feeling the same things that I felt. And then as I got through that transition from maternity leave into back to work, I also realized that no matter what you do to provide for your family, Every mom and every dad, we all work really hard from trying to conceive a baby or going through surrogacy or whatever journey led you to becoming a parent. It's all work and it never ends. And I know that there's paid work. And then there's the unpaid work of parenthood. And so that's when I was like, I wanna keep this as open as possible. And I've always been very strict about being able to showcase and highlight every single path and journey. Because I feel like as humans and then also as a mom and dad or as a parent in general, we never stop evolving. And so just because you were climbing the corporate ladder at one point and now you want to take a break or you're trying to figure out what's next doesn't mean anything. Like you're seriously just trying to figure it out. So for me, it's like whatever you do to provide to your family, that means to me that you are a working mother, but also motherhood is work. So it kind of like blends in the two. And I started getting so many messages from moms that were like, I'm so glad that you're being open about this because I felt that I had to have a a career or I had to have a business or I had to have my life dedicated to something and I'm like no like you're already dedicating your life to something and that's your kid or someone and then there comes like what do you want to do and I'm very big about and ambitious and passionate and so I just wanted to like be able to share that with more moms and honestly without all of the stories that come in every day and all the tags and mentions i this wouldn't be where it is today. So even though it's just little old me in the background, it really is a group effort. And that was the goal that I was trying to do. I think as Latinas, we know that community is a big part of who we are growing up. And I just sort of wanted to emulate that and really bring it into motherhood. It's interesting that you mentioned that it all started when you were contemplating going back to work and those
1: weeks coming up. What were some of the feelings you were going through and what are some of the stories you have heard just to like normalize what is normal to be feeling during those weeks prior to going back to work. It's
2: so hard because I was working for a well-established company, but only like a little over 50 employees. So I was actually the first person to go on maternity leave. And not only did they have to scatter to like figure everything out, but thankfully I had a very supportive boss and my boss's boss was just a supportive. So they helped me through the whole thing and kind of like we managed through it but it was a combination of working for a company that had nothing planned ahead so that was already like a rocky start that kind of leaves you feeling a certain way like should I even be taking leave is this okay do I deserve it and I think we all go through that because of Mm -hmm. the lack of support that exists to this day in a lot of companies and the lack of family friendly cultures I know a lot of them are working towards changing that and there's great examples now but I know that at what I went through almost five years ago moms are still going through today so there was that rocky start and then when I went to go speak to my then HR person who was also the accounting person she was like so you are coming back though right like you don't have to like sometimes moms don't come back and I was like like I haven't even said anything so there was like all these little things that I was unprepared for to hear and feel even before my baby was here and these are the type of conversations that if we don't talk about like you said right now that you right. asked the question that I love that is because if we we're not open about it someone goes through them and you don't realize that unfortunately is common but also like how to know how to react and know that it's okay that no matter what people say to you it's your journey and you deserve You know, to have a peaceful transition into motherhood and a leave because you worked for it. But then also, it was just a combination of the physical and mental changes. So I was like, okay, we figured out maternity leave. I'm fine. I went in the hospital on a Friday, had my baby on Saturday. So maternity leave started on Monday. So all of that was taken care of. Now it's like, nobody warned me about all the other feelings that I was going to be experiencing. No blog, no doctor, no nurse. None of my friends who already had multiple kids told me things like your boobs are going to feel like they're literally cement, like filled, filled with cement. Nobody told me that third day was going to be the hardest. When you come back from the hospital and you're literally feeling so out of balance And there were just so many things that I was sitting there in my bed and I'm like, I just can't believe that something so common that happens. I don't even want to guess the number because I'm going to get it wrong. But like so many times a minute, women are giving birth and we still don't talk about these things and we don't know them. And I don't want people to get scared, but it's good to be informed. And so for me, it was just sort of like I couldn't believe how many things I was feeling and experiencing that nobody told me about And looking back now, I'm actually expecting right now, my second. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. So looking back now and as I mentally prepare for that, I feel much better and more prepared. Because of what I went through, knowing that I was able to pull through and talking to all the women that I've met now through social media, because social media friends are real friends. <laughs> and I feel so much better. But I think that if we're not able to be open about it and talk about it, it kind of leaves us behind and wondering if what we're going through is okay if it's just us or if it's a natural thing that just sort of happens because what we go through when we become parents is life-changing in so many different ways and physical too it's a lot that isn't really covered
1: And I love also that it's aside from being more of like an emotional safe space, the community has also become like a great resource for, I mean, I love reading about like the rights that you have. And you know, there's so many things that you're right. You don't read about it. You don't prepare about it. You don't have the knowledge of until you're going through it. And sometimes it's too late, right? Because you're like in the middle of it. So I found that very interesting to be able to provide those simple resources and information that we should have access to, but we just either don't bother looking for it or you just don't even know where to look or like what should be looking for so i found that very very helpful too
0: i was assigned a mentor at work not for any specific reason but they just decided to select certain people and match them with a senior person within the organization we have these like monthly calls and we try to talk it's supposed to be like a safe space to speak with someone who knows the company, but is not your manager or related to anything related to your manager. And I like her because she's very successful. She has a very high role in the company, but she also is a mom of two and her children are already like in their preteen or teenage years. And so yesterday was my call with her. It was at 6 p.m., which was like, It really sucked because I'm like, it's so late. And I didn't want to cancel it because, you know, there's all these other things coming up and it's just once a month, so it doesn't matter. And I got on the call with her and I felt like it was such a marathon to get on the call because the last, like, week and a half has been like really, really crazy and hard. I have like work trip coming up, PTO coming up, like all these things and I'm trying to squeeze everything into three days. Right. And by the time I got to the call, I realized I hadn't done any of the things that we had set as goals for the last month. And that was 30 seconds before getting on the call. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm freaking out, whatever. And I get on the call and I was like, (laughs) Just like I had a full (laughs) meltdown. And I started crying and I was like, I'm so sorry. This is so embarrassing. But like, literally like since the last time you and I spoke to each other, my daughter had a stomach bug. I got COVID. We all got COVID. This happened, this happened. And I started explaining all of these things. And then I was like, and I'm going to the office. And, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, it's so cool that you're going back to the office. Like the office is so cool, whatever. And it's like, yeah, the office is so cool. But like, then I get home at 6.30, 6.45 after being stuck in traffic trying to rush to get home and my daughter's already tired. She's already in that phase of the day where it's hard to like grab a moment of quality time with her and it's a struggle to like, all you have to do is like bath, dinner, whatever versus like hang out and play, put her to sleep, And then you just feel like I did really good at work today, but I didn't accomplish anything that I wanted to accomplish as a mom. And so I was explaining that to my mentor and she was like, she said something that I really love. You need to realize the importance and the weight of transitions between all the different roles that we have every day. And she's like, sometimes those transitions can be just three minutes in the car by yourself the second that you get home and take a moment to reset before you walk in because you know that as soon as you walk in through that door, there's a handover with whoever is taking care of your child and then you jump right into the next job. And that, when she said that, I was like, that's exactly what I feel. like. I feel like I'm like, I'm doing this. Okay, now I'm doing this and now I'm doing that. And, I, and and then the rest of the day, that you spend your whole day transitioning from one task to the other. And by the time she goes to sleep and I'm done with everything, I'm sitting there and I'm just like, I'm so drained. I'm so exhausted. And that's me time, please. No, not even like I'm exhausted, right? So I think there's something there with like how important it is to find ways or little pockets of transitions between all the different tasks that we have to accomplish every day, whether your work, is within a professional setting or your work is taking care of your household, taking care of your children and raising your, you know, your kids. But that I thought was very insightful from her.
1: I love that. Ingrid, do you think when you are an entrepreneur, when you have a project that's your own, like for example, like Motherish has been like our baby project, I always sometimes feel like sometimes it's more demanding because it's on you. Like it's on us to make it happen, to get it, to put it together, to get it going. You know, like what advice do you have for like when you put your community together, when you launch Working Mom Kind, like, you know, what's something that's helpful for us that we don't still enjoy our project, but we don't feel like drained by it either. You know, like trying to find that balance.
2: It is so much more demanding. And I was just having this conversation with my husband because I feel like With your regular job, you know what your expectations are, you know what you're working towards, you know your goals, and you know what needs to get done every day. But when it comes to your personal project and business, it's sort of like, I need to come up with those ideas. I need to set those goals, and I need to hold myself accountable, just myself, to myself, to make sure that I get those done. So I've found myself since the beginning feeling that way, and I think we all do, but for me... What's really helped is the fact that I consider myself very lucky to have found something that I'm very inspired by. And this really was literally born after the birth of my son. So it was something that I felt very close to. I still feel super close to every day because I mother him every day. But... I feel like that helps me a lot because it's something that is literally intertwined with who I am and it's what I do every single day but I was just showing Karen before you joined that I also have a massive to-do list every day so I keep my work stuff separate from working mom kind and then a personal list and I'm like okay in order of priority like what needs to get done when but also as Carter you know from like the moment he was a baby and I first started all of this I was very short sure to have pockets of time during the day just for working mom kind. so an hour before he would wake up when he would nap and then like after work at night i would always be like like while my husband was showering or doing whatever routine he needs to get done i was like firing away getting my ideas down and it's really helped me to separate that and it's sort of like a transition but more of like getting things done So I would just say if you already have something that you're working on, really like thinking about why you started in the first place and what excites you about that every day, because at the end of the day, that's what keeps you going. And if there's something that maybe isn't as exciting anymore, think about how you can change that, because there's always a reason why you started. Don't get discouraged. We all go through it, but definitely making the time for it outside of everything else because it takes a lot of thinking and planning and preparing you guys have two of you and I love that I'm always like I wish I had one more person to kind of like bounce (laughs) ideas off of so for me it's like my close friends my husband and even like my son now they're like my inspiration and the people that I go to and I'm like can you read this does this look cool what do you think and I've met so many mom friends now that I'm like hey what do you think about this and it helps a lot but making sure that you love what you're doing I know that some people feel different about it and they're like well I don't think it's good to like like you can't really pursue your passion and like make it something but we have many different passions it's just really the one that for me the one that i think can help change other people's lives and so that as a person who i am makes me really happy and inspires me so it just keeps me going i feel like if i don't do this like there's a mom out there that once felt like me that I yeah. might be letting down so yep. I'm like no I have to keep going
0: <laughs> that's 100% and I think having two of us that also means like double the goals double the ideas double the oh my god we should do this like literally sometimes Pamela and I are like oh my god and then we could do this and then we can do that and whatever and then we're like wait but who's gonna do all of that it's just us we, our team our team our this team. is our running joke like our team and like literally like hello exhibit A <laughs> our team and B like that was really valuable because it does come back to like the passion that we have for what we're doing. And every time we get a DM, like I can't even imagine your DMs, but like, you know, on our account, like we'll get a DM and I like screenshot. I'm like, Pamela, look. And that's what like resets your energy all over again to to keep going. So this was awesome, Ingrid. Thank you so much. I think that we have a lot to share, and hopefully, a lot of people will learn from you and your awesome resource that I think has a lot of content on, especially on your Instagram that I see all the time. That I'm like, yes, you're. Yeah. What, to what me. do you say,
1: like a final invitation, Ingrid, to the people listening right now? Like, what can they find in Working Mom Kind, and what's the main purpose? And what do you hope they take from it?
2: Sure. So for me, it really is my goal and mission out of all of this is to make sure that any mom out there, whether you're a new mom or an experienced mom, whatever, you're you're trying to become a mom, that you don't feel alone, that you're educated and prepared for what's to come, but also that you're able to find a community. I've gotten so many DMs of moms who are like, hey, you feature my colleague that I didn't know worked in the same company and now we're friends. So it's like being able to connect people like that, that otherwise wouldn't have been connected is also a part of the mission. I'm always um, very interested in learning about new resources that encompass all of motherhood. So nothing necessarily focused on work, but just really everything. So a lot of the stuff that I always share either comes from other moms or accounts that we're like, I'm friends with and I, we follow each other, a lot of research, what's trending, just to make sure that everyone feels like they're equipped in what they're doing and have somewhere to go. So there's a lot that I'm planning, just like you guys. I have all these notes, all these goals. And I want to keep growing Working Mom Kind. We have moms from all over the world. We do have a private community, which is free. I don't believe in charging for the support when a mom needs it the most. So everybody can go in there. We continue the conversation that we can't do in a caption on Instagram. So it's at Working Mom Kind and the website is workingmomkind.com. And feel free to jump in the DMs and tell us more about what you want to talk about. And I say us because it's all of us, all of us together. Pamela, you inspired me today. Karen, you inspired me to talk about certain things and really be open about everything. So I appreciate you both having me here today. And I can't wait to tell the community more about you both because they deserve to get to know every mom
0: everywhere. So, Thank you so much. And that's it. So Working Moms. That's it. I love this. New York, Miami, LA. Look at that. Like we're so nice. Yes. I know. So thank you, Ingrid. And I think that we're going to have more to talk about at some point. Like there's something in me that tells me this won't be our last conversation for sure. I mean, I always say like we said in the intro, I think we're we're being a working mom for us is
1: part of who we are. But we never really, we rarely ever stop and think about like, how do we get this done? How could I do it better? And I think we do have to be intentional about like, how could I make this work better for for me and for my family. And I think it does take for us to either hit a wall or kind of like really have to take a pause for whatever reason for us to really think about that. Otherwise, we're just going, going, going every single day. And we never take the time to kind of like say, okay, how could I make this easier for me? You know, like be more graceful with ourselves.
2: I always say sometimes things have to fall apart in order to become better. Maybe it's a quote, but I've always always said it. I always say this. (laughs) And it makes sense. Like even today when like I had this little hiccup with myself, like sometimes you just have to be forced to take that break and come to a full stop to be like, okay, I'm actually doing pretty good. So we're all doing really good. Yeah, I (laughs) see this. I
0: see this all the time. I have a group of eight or nine moms that live in my neighborhood that, like you mentioned, are in the trenches. They're not ahead. They're not behind. They're in the same moment right now. And some of them, you know, have, like, job jobs, and others, their job is, like, their household, their children, and all of the responsibilities that that entails. And every single one of them at some point has a full breakdown. And then you see them either the following day or, like, a few hours later, and they're like, okay, I'm back, you know? And we all have to go through that. I find myself having, like, breakdowns all the time, and I'm like, reset. <laughs> Reset and we keep going. Like, you know, anyway, again, we could go on. Thank you so much, Ingrid. (laughs) Thank you so much for being on Motherish, and I'm sure we'll talk to you
2: again soon. Thank you, Ingrid.
1: Yes. I hope hope your partner feels better. (laughs)
2: Thank you.